Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics on Rana McBerto, who is your host. Thank you so kindly for being part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. How was your Memorial Day weekend? I had a good Memorial Day weekend, worked pretty hard on it, but you know what? Got it done. Yesterday, I gave you guys three new segments, even though it was, you know, I prepared it earlier on, but I hope you enjoyed it. I also played it this morning, particularly from uh, uh, Pedro Silva, because I thought that was a very solid conversation that we needed to have. How's everybody doing? Welcome aboard, British MCP. Welcome aboard, Lee Grant. Welcome aboard, Carl Cox. Welcome aboard, May Wood. Welcome aboard, Paul Fleming Sr. Welcome aboard, E2247. And of course, our brother, AVQ, is in the house. He is here out watching on Twitch. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it... A real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Okay, está bien, mi hermano mío. ¿Cómo estás todos? I trust everybody is happy and ready to go. As I get all these good old things queued up. And you know what? I think I got it queued. Okay. What are we going to talk about today? We have a lot to talk about today. Specifically, I love what Ali Velshi did to, uh, not did to, because he brought it on to himself, where he challenged John Kasich after he tried to come on to his program and do a whole lot of bloviation. And I used that as a bridge to really discuss some things that I think we must discuss where it comes to our economy. So I, I think that's going to be good. But also, uh, you know, uh, you know, the Republicans demanded, they demanded that we got rid of the student loan provision of the, uh, uh, you know, in this bill, you know, they, they tried everything to screw people around. Well, they, they, they had to negotiate. The president did. And there is a, in as much as the, the, the loan forgiveness is still there, there is a particular issue that we have to be concerned about. And it has to do with the pause in paying the bills. We're going to read that from Common Dreams pretty soon. Deb Denny is in the house. She says, somebody's already asked McCarthy to resign. Think they'll pass a budget or will we default anyway? No, the budget is going to get passed. And, and um, he's not going anywhere. Uh, look, uh, some smarter heads are going to prevail. I don't like the deal that's being made. But let me just tell you, the Republicans are correct. Those guys in the Freedom Caucus, they are correct. Uh, for the things that they wanted and they passed in the bill, for all practical purposes, as the way they are going to see it is that they got screwed. And, you know, it's a little bit not quite that they got screwed because they still got a few ounces of flesh, but they got really nothing. They really got nothing. After you review what's going on, they got nothing. But you know what? They got to stay with the nothing that they've got because they don't have the power to do otherwise other than to say, we came to an agreement with the Biden administration. And if we can't get it passed, it would have been those guys on the Republican side now that will take the blame. All right. But anyway, the truth is the truth is that the Freedom Caucus is right. They're, you know, the Democrats are making believe as if, oh, you know, this really hurt us really bad and XYZ and all that kind of stuff. The reality is, uh-uh. when I went over the provisions, I'm like, you know what? For what could have happened? This is kind of cool. This is kind of cool. So I, I, I don't have a problem. Now, let me tell you what we do have to do. And I wrote that this morning in one of the things that I, that I, in, in a blog that I wrote. And I'm going to, I'm going to, let me see if I can get to that blog so that I can read what I said in that blog because I think it's important, right? Oh, Zapier, you posted. Okay, you posted. Anyway, what I, what I wrote was the following. What I wrote that was the following was because I, I, after I played this up, it says, a compromise as I write this has, has been reached but not voted on yet. When looked in the, at in, when looked at in detail, 
President Biden won this round big. The purpose of this post is not to go through the bill. Suffice it to say, most of the compromises affected a few and were more minor than I expected. But the current state of his economic agenda is unchanged. Disregard the hype. More importantly, the debt ceiling debate will be dead for two years, well into the next administration. As such, it is incumbent on Americans to vote progressives during the 20 vote progressives during the 2024 primaries and to vote Democrats in large numbers in the general election. That is the solution to this problem. And I saw a typo that I need to go out there and fix. But remember, all folks that are both good independents, good Republicans and good Democrats, nothing major change in the policies that we used to bring the country out of the depression that we were in after uh, President uh, Trump left office. So the depression that he left us, the depression that the policies really created for the working class, I'm not talking about for the rich people, I'm talking about for the working class, that has been abated by tough negotiations on the Democratic side, by, by the Democratic folks that the president has. Now, this isn't to say that I'm giving Biden a pass on policies. I am not. We have a lot more that we have to provide to the working class. We have a lot more that we have to provide to the poor. We have to make, we have to make sure that we stop being a country solely for the purpose of the wealthy. All right, Bridge MCP says May 25, 2023, Supreme Court weakens Clean Water Act protections. Generations will face repercussions of courts' decisions to eliminate protections for more than half of 118 million acres of wetlands. Five justices on this con new conservative court narrowed the definition of waters of the United States, often referred to as waters, limiting the reach of the act, one of the most successful, effective, and widely supported pieces of legislation ever codified in the United States. The justices on the conservative court narrowed the definition of waters of the United States, creating confusion for regulators and communities by undercutting the legal definition of EPA's new science-based regulations as it applies to wetlands. The socket decision undoes a half-century of progress generated by the Clean Water Act. Almost 90 million acres of formerly protected wetlands now face an existential threat from polluters and developers, said Earth Justice Sam Sankar. Earth Justice uh, filed an amicus brief in this case on behalf of our clients. 18 tribes who rely on waterways for fuel economy and culture to explain the importance of preserving precedent interpretations of Water Act and make it possible to protect those waterways. The court's decision rejects these concerns in favor of the regulatory approach that serves industry interests at expense of people downstream who depend on clean water for their health, livelihoods, and life. But you know what, folks? The Supreme Court ruled, but here's where we come in. The private, the private citizens of this country, now we should become the moral police of the corporate state. And what we must do is the waterways that we find pollution on, we get it, we get the measurement, we get donations from people to do the calculations of what they're throwing in there, and we go plant it all over media. They are polluting this waterway with this particular chemical that is doing this job. We can do better by doing these things. So yes, we've lost the battle in the Supreme Court. But in the interim, that's what we can do. We can get the funds necessary privately from a dime here, a nickel there, 50 cents there, $5 here, $100 there. And then we find out where all these corporations, in fact, we may find more. All these, because now we don't have the, we, we don't have the people who are paying off uh, regulators. We do this research on our own, and then we, we plaster it around the world through bloggers and, 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 and everybody else. This, co this company is polluting. This company is doing this, X, Y, Z. And in the interim, we force the hands of the politicians, and we make sure, again, in the primaries, to get all these progressives elected, the people who believe in, in clean water, the people who believe in clean food, the people who believe in the environment. We get those people elected in the primaries. Folks, it's a lot of work, 
But if we really care about this country as we say we do, we will, and we will get those particular things done. It's on us now. It's on us. Screw the Supreme Court. It's a, it, it's a political body right now. Screw the Supreme Court. Melanie Keelan is in the house. Eric Hayes is in the house, as well as Deb Denny. Thank you so kindly for being here. Uh, what, what have we got here? Uh, unbelievable story of healing inside and out. The Navy SEAL who almost died and overcame feeling sorry and pity and depression to see positively in life. Uh, you're going to have to tell me more. That doesn't say much, my dear Eric. State form, largest property insurance pulls out of California. Huh? Pretty telling. Just like people, others do crime and other. No, 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 no. Insurance companies will leave when they, they realize what's going on. Here's what's going on, folks. With droughts and fires and, and all these things that are created by the same corporate state. Think about this. All these, uh, you know, have you taken a look at your homeowner's insurance recently? And how much they're not covering anymore? Because as climate change changes, they want to increase it from 1% to 3%. How much of your house has to be damaged before they kick in? Folks, again, this is just the corporations do what corporations do. Make a profit on your back. They ask you for insurance premiums. And whenever it reaches to the state that it's going to cost them, bye-bye. Bye-bye, we're gone. That isn't something to rejoice on, Eric. That is something that you should see exactly when we talk about the corporate state, what it's all about. All right. Eric also says, reason why our energy is so high, uh, the sheer war on natural gas is an example. You keep believing the fallacies that they're telling you about the war. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Or on natural gas, the war and all these things. That's not true at all. At all. At all. Carl Cox says no war on natural gas. Gas providers, companies, and public utilities are raising prices and costs to gouge customers. Now, that is a more accurate statement. All right, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Eric Hayes, have laws learned by... Okay, now let's go. Lee Grant says Abbott signs bill to prevent biological males from competing in interscholastic college sports. This is a big gain for women and girls. And it's a big loss for science. All right, let's continue. Eric Hayes, Egberto, your San Jacinto River is polluted by sand mines. That is one reason why we flood. Why aren't you bringing it up on your buddy Hidalgo? The sand mines, guess who run the sand mines? Take a look at who they support. Remember, before you point a finger, what's happening on the backside? Michael Rodden says, Lee Grant, are fairness in sports the only thing you care about when it comes to LGBTQ issues? If that's your only issue, you might find common ground. The problem being LGBTQ people are being attacked by the hateful those on your side over a whole swat of other concerns. Exactly. Uh, Bruce Pollard says, I am here. Welcome aboard, Bruce, to the program. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Bridge MCP say, Egberto, talking about gas. My propane company mismarked the buried lines. And while digging for posts, we hit the line. Thank God we didn't hit that and a stone. Boom. I am so glad, my dear, beautiful Bridge MCP, that that didn't occur. So let's go now to the, I think I only have one video actually for today, unless somebody has a TikTok they want me to see or whatever, but check this out. This is a piece that I told you about with Ali Velshi. I was so proud of Ali Velshi. There's only one minor thing I think he missed. In my humble opinion, that is. 
but he probably didn't even need to do it because I think he did a great job of refuting the fallacies of the economy as played by John Kasich. In the end, he, he got very, uh, he, he went from being uh, challenging John Kasich to eventually opening the door for dialogue. But I think the dialogue went quite well. So what I want to do is I need to make sure that if a, if a, if a call comes in, that I map, I, I don't think I remember to map Ali Velshi, and I just mapped Ali Velshi. So now we should do fine. Check this out, and we will take it on the other side. Ali Velshi asked the pertinent question to uh, the former Ohio, Ohio governor. And the question is, or, or the statement was, I wish, I wish we treated the average American work, worker the way we treat companies. I want you to listen to this, and then we'll take it on the other side. Why then shouldn't we be looking at corporations who don't pay taxes and the very wealthy who get breaks? If you are a, a bus driver, a working stiff in this country, your tax rate as a percentage is higher than anybody else's. You have no write-offs. There's no ability to do anything. Why do we keep going for the least among us? Why don't we go for the, the strongest among us and raise some more money? Because that's the other way you can balance a budget, raise money. If you raise money, Congress will spend the money. That's just a fact, okay, number one. Number two, when we talk about uh, about rich people, they're paying about, you know, if you, <clears throat> why do you think all these people are moving from New York to Florida? Because the amount of taxes they're paying is sky high. You know, I was just told the other day, if you get a bonus over in, in New York, you know, you work on Wall Street or something, 40% of it goes to taxes. I mean, how much should it be? Should it be 50? Should it be 60? At what point do people say they don't want to, they, they don't want to participate anymore or work that hard? So look, the, and look at what's happening in the country. The fastest growing states in our country, Texas, uh, over there in Florida, we go, if yeah, we go low to taxes, um, governor, but, but just horrible, look at any of them, horrible places to live in terms of gun violence, in terms of being able wait, to wait, wait a minute, Ali, in case you're are gay, you, wait, you, in case you want to go to the library and get a book. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I would much rather not Ali. live in these places, but I get you. They're cheaper. Taxes are really low, but they're kind of horrible places to live. Yeah. You ever go to Florida? I mean, I understand as little as I what can these days, but yes, I have with, to get know, there a lot. What, what is what is what is going on in, in Florida in terms of this of the, you know, the, the cultural issues? I don't agree with the way they're approaching it, but people are going to Florida. It's not a horrible place, Ali. I mean, you don't want to say yeah, the Florida's beaches are fantastic. Horrible, the restaurants are great, but, horrible, but if or, you're gay or you're trans or, or you'd like your freedom to read books okay, or but, have an but, abortion, it is actually a horrible it, place. Yeah, but what I'm saying to you is people are going there. You're getting off the subject. The subject is about taxes. And why don't we just raise taxes? And by the way, but, uh, the only reason I'm talking tax about taxes, rate, okay? hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold wait on. a minute. Let me, let me the finish my I'm talking about taxes is because you said people move to these places because of low taxes. I'm not disagreeing with you. Rich New Yorkers actually move to Florida because yeah, of low taxes. Yeah, because but you're taxes saying, are not the why don't we raise no, about we, why you live in a place? <laughs> Look, what you're saying, Ali, is we could solve this problem if we just raise everybody's taxes, the rich people, the corporations. Now, look, sometimes and there are provisions in the tax code carried interest that I have a lot of problems with. But part it's of the reason why corporations can do write offs. Can I can I finish, Ali? Can I finish my thought? Well, but you're, Please, you're dropping a lot the of reason why sometimes challenge, sir. I, I, you know, I love having you on the show, and I but, love but, but let me let me, let me get. But you're Allie, saying a lot of Allie, things, and I've got to challenge get the you. First on them. Stop, well, let me get the first. Let me get the. I feel like I'm talking. Carried interest. I feel like I used to be at another place here. Can I finish my thought here? That's you all I want in to taxes, do. And you brought and, in carried and what interest. I'm, I'm just you challenging is, you on it, sir. Ali, I don't, I don't think you really want to have a discussion here. I really I want to have a discussion. You talked me. about taxes in Texas and okay, Florida. Okay, then let me I finish. That. You said there are horrible places to live. I don't agree with that. And this all came about because you said, why are we not raising taxes on corporations and on people? And I'm saying to you that when you raise taxes too high, you discourage from people from doing what they want to do. And a lot of times they will leave to go to a place where they get a better reward for their hard work. Now, some corporations are able to take advantage of things like depreciation because that allows them to invest more. Look, the fact is we had this thing called the modern monetary theory, you know, which is another theory. 
And now we have we've had sky high inflation because these policies don't work. So what okay, I'm suggesting on, to you Governor, is this you, you at the end of the day. Me, you also have to yeah. let me in. That's just not true. Modern monetary theory is not the reason we have inflation at all. So let's go back because you were around <laughs> when we got off the gold standard, right? You were around. And you remember people saying, if you get off the gold standard, the money will be worth nothing. No, Nixon, inflation I think Nixon will took be- us off. I, I wasn't. All right. You were, you ahead, were, finish, you were in the vicinity. Finish with the gold standard. Okay, but we, 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 we got off the gold standard. Everybody thought inflation would be sky high because you can't trust what the value of money is. Guess what? That didn't happen. The inflation is high today for very specific reasons that have nothing to do with modern monetary theory. Nothing whatsoever, right? Why is inflation okay, high Ali. in the UK? Why is it high in Canada? Why is it high in other places? It's not modern monetary theory. You know that, sir. Allie, Allie, let me let me let me just suggest this to you. Larry Summers, Democrat, former secretary of the Treasury and a number of other Democrats warned that all this spending by the federal government was going to lead to inflation. We have inflation in this country for basically two reasons. One, because we've been printing money to cover our debt. You have too many dollars chasing too few goods. There's a second reason, and that's the problem that's related to supply chains because of COVID. But there's no denying that. Why do you think the Fed is raising interest rates? Why do you think they're trying to cut back? Because they know that the flow of dollars, too many dollars chasing too goods, too, too few goods creates inflation. So look, I'm, I'm just back to the fact that what I'm, the point I'm trying to make is, are there things that can be done to clean up the tax code? Absolutely. Are there things that can be done to clean up corporate welfare? I was in the middle of it. Of course there are. But at the end of the day, we just don't want to think the answer to this problem is just to raise everybody's taxes. And that'll somehow we're not fix talking it about raising everybody's taxes. When they raise it, they spend it. Governor, we're not talking about raising everybody's okay, taxes. Some, is it fair to you that some companies you say, pay no taxes? Is that fair to you? It depends why that, that Ali would depend why that is. In other words, if they've suffered losses because of investments, guess what? They don't pay taxes. Okay. If they make investments and they start depreciating their plant and their equipment, guess what? They get a tax break. You don't want to take that away. There's, there's not people who study the economy that say we should take away accelerated depreciation or they, they don't say or amortization. But, so so I just want to go back to our example, to right? Uh, back to our example of a working person who has a 401k who yeah. suffered losses because of their investments in the last year. They don't get to write that off. So working people do not get the privileges that companies get in this country. But companies are the ones that invest and create the jobs, Ali. And let me say but another thing in regard to how Working people do the jobs and they can, pay taxes. Yeah. And so people that create, that run companies and create jobs, they should be rewarded for that. So if you say that anyway, people who create jobs, it's like we're having an economics lesson here today. Because <laughs> We are. If, if, if you say people who create jobs should be rewarded for that, I agree with that. Should people who do the jobs yeah. also be rewarded for that? Sure, they should. With the same tax sure they benefits should. And you that know the what? companies will hire them get? Well, I mean, I mean, like depreciation and amortization. I mean, those are two, that's apples and oranges. Holly, we're not talking about even any in the same universe here. When a company is able to invest in plant and equipment and create new machinery, they're allowed to depreciate that. That's good for everybody. That's good for the country. It's good for the workers. I, it's I good for everybody. That's how we have economic growth. Right. So what just, we want to have is economic growth. And I just, I just wish. We it's could not treat the people same. As, I just wish we could treat working people as well as we could treat companies. That's all I'm saying. Now, it drives me crazy with the taxes are not taxing, etc. You know, the, the, the former governor said, uh, what do you want? Uh, the stockbrokers to go ahead and leave New York because of higher taxes. Uh, how much should they have to pay? And the reality is as much as possible. Why? They're getting free money. Stockbrokers, they create nothing. I'm, that's the only part of this entire interview that I think. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. 
Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Alivel, she missed. He did it all perfectly, except that he missed to ask the guy, wait a minute, the workers who make the things are the ones who are creating wealth for everybody, and the stockbroker creates wealth out of an imaginary illusion of what companies are worth. There are no, there's no comparison. So if they have to pay more taxes, so what? Interesting enough, when Ali Velshi talks about, when he talks about why are people moving to Florida and, and, and Texas? Yeah, the wealthy people are moving to Florida and Texas. Guess what else about those wealthy people? They can afford to live in gated communities. They can afford helicopters to take them where they need to get so they don't have to go into the traffic, the bad traffic, the gun-laden streets that are there that the average worker has to go through because they don't want to pay taxes to give great infrastructure, to great to give great safety, etc. So yeah, it's a hellhole for the rest of the folks. But for those who have money, they can live in gated communities in a low tax area where they, o- they also get service from us all in their gated community. He attempted to talk about MMT. The, the governor was about to lie to America. MMT caused inflation, as was said by Katie Porter, Representative Katie Porter. She pointed out a, a fact that we should all be aware of. And what is that fact again? That fact is most of inflation was created by corporate greed, not the supply chain problem, not the problem of manufacturing overseas, which those, those, those issues are there as well. But most of the inflation was based on corporate greed. And for all of those that are trying to blame administrations and others, they are, they are pretty much hurting themselves because they are allowing corporations to continue with their behavior of raising prices. And then you know who pays for it? Not even the government, the government doesn't want to say, corporations, stop it. If you don't stop it, we'll tax it away from you. We'll tax those profits away from you if you don't stop raising prices. That's not what they do. They allow the corporations to maximize themselves on those, those on inflation, meaning they make more money for inflation and, and they don't stop until they take more of your money. How do they take more of your money? The Fed, the Fed's increased the amount of interest that banks are going to collect now. And as the banks collect more money and enrich themselves further, it reduced the amount of money that people can have to buy resources on the outside. And that causes the corporations then to say, okay, let's drop inflation a bit. So people start back buying. It is a charade that we need to get uh, get around our heads what these people do. When he talks about Larry Summers was saying, if you kept spending this money, the reality is we needed to spend more money. We needed to put more money in the hands of the working class. Why? Remember over the last 40 years, they have been stagnant. While everybody, while the wealthy few have been going up in their wages, they have been stagnant. We have productivity. We have efficiencies. We don't have shortages as the governor tried to imply. We never had a shortage of gasoline. The prices went up. We never had a shortages of wheat. The price of bread went up. We had some issues with eggs for a while, but the prices of eggs pretty much stayed up high enough, higher than what the the result of that pandemic that they had with the avian flu, et cetera, would have justified. Folks, we are being played and we must understand that and governors and and republicans like these guys and neoliberal democrats who refuse to really accept the reality of economics are the ones who are causing us pain when we go to our primaries in the uh, next year it is incumbent on us to elect the right progressives who are going to tell the truth about how the economic system really fails us not by design well actually by design. And what we have to do is undesign the way it works and make sure that it works for every single working class American. Absolutamente. So we have to make sure it works for every single American citizen. Okay, let's go back to the comments. Uh, Let's see what we got here. What we got here. Michael Rodden says, what's the primary cause of inflation now? Greed and he is absolutely correct. Corporate consolidation, prices among themselves, 
crushing competition, then increases the cost of their products and price gouging their customers, especially when people don't have any better alternatives. You hit the nail on the head, sir. Uh, let's see, E2247 says, Bridge, here is Sackett versus EPA. Scudder's opinion decided 25, 25, 2023. Okay, uh, what else we got here? Bridge, uh, Michael Rudlin says, what creates jobs? The demand for products. They, the way Republicans talk about job creators is an attempt to promote an economic myth. And let's expand on that, Michael Rudlin, because you're absolutely right. When we give tax cuts, right, we should be giving it, we should be giving tax cuts and tax rebates to the poor. Let me tell you something about supply side economics. In other words, tax cuts for the rich, ensuring that the rich has, you know, the breaks, etc. It's undemocratic. Why is it undemocratic? Here's what, and, and they are telling you it's undemocratic, but they don't tell you how. Let me explain how. I'm doing a TikTok series on this. Check this out. You go ahead and you give a tax cut to the job creators. That's what they call them, right? And why do they give the tax cuts to the job creators? Because they claim the job creators are going to build factories and do things to create jobs. But you must ask the question, how do you know what factory to build? It's not done democratically. Oh, I think the American people would like chocolate. I did a poll and somehow it says it would. they like chocolate. So we build a chocolate factory. Oh, I think they would love these electric cars of this style. So they build that factory. That's not how it works though, right? Let's say you have... An inventor comes up with something. He builds a little factory. And let's say we give the monies to the average American citizen. The average American citizen says, this is democracy. I'll take my money and I'll buy, instead of buying wheat bread, I will buy barley bread. So we know we have to build barley factories, barley bread factories. Oh, I'll take my money and I'll buy this electric car. So you know you have to build electric cars of this particular type. It's democracy. It is demand-side economics, Keynesian economics, right? You put the money into the hands of the people who will spend it, and they tell you what factories you need to increase or what products you need to build more of based on what they claim they demand. It's democracy. Supply-side economics is not democracy, it's fascism. It's saying, let's take the people's money and give it to the wealthy and let the wealthy decide what we want. Again, anti-democratic, but it isn't advertised that way. It's like the job creators, all of those were, those were things that were created by wordsmithers right? Word mentors. They want to create that wordiology so that it seems like if you give your, free, your money freely to these charlatanes, that somehow they are going to build what you need. Let's remember that, folks. Let's remember that. Let's remember that. All right. Uh, Michael Ronan also said, what creates products, uh, 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 jobs, demand for products? The Republicans talk about job creators is an attempt to promote an economic myth. True. Carl Cox says, Governor Kasich is another corrupt line member of the GOP. He wants more money for the bribes. Larry Summers, I know I spelled his name wrong, is a corrupt member of Wall Street CEOs by its back stock. You're correct about Larry Summers as well. Uh, Egberto, the segment uh, kind of ticked me off. I left a bunch of comments to read out. I think I'm reading your comments, brother. I think I am. I think I am. Uh, Bridge MCP says, you think that's a lot of money depending on where they live and cost and one, uh, ones at high. Look, again, don't, don't, th that is amazing. Uh, thank you for catching that, that stuff there, Bridge MCP. Lee Grant says, I'll never forget Velchi's most peaceful protest footage. Yeah, I actually blogged about Velchi because it was a peaceful protest. There was one particular area that had some, some, some mess. And in fact, the, a lot of the violence was done by the police officers. In fact, Belshi got shot. And I covered that, right? 
And, you know, when I, 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 the same video that I cut is the same video that, that, CN, that, that Fox News used to say, look at what Velshi is calling a safe, a, a, a peaceful demonstration. And I use that same video to say, look at this peaceful demonstration. And Velshi uh, sent me a, 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 a text message and he said, can you, when I, I didn't see the Fox News report, he said, can you believe Fox News is using this same video to attack me? And I'm like, well, man, let's promote this other video. Because the truth of the matter is, the truth will always set you free. Always. Anyhow, let's continue. Um, uh, let's continue here with our great comments. Uh, let's see. Maywood says, no, he also missed the fact that it is the consumers who create jobs. Rich people and corporations only invest if there is a demand for a product. Muchisima gracias por ver eso, Maywood. Maywood is absolutely right. But of course, we have Daniel Ledo, who says, so Egberto's logic is that people will leave safe New York over high taxes and move to dangerous Texas where they will have to incur additional costs, insecurity, and helicopter rides to work. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. If you notice, what I also said in my piece is when these people move to Texas, they live in communities, gated communities. Some of them may pay more for security just for themselves. But they live in gated communities, and anybody who knows about gated communities, including some of them that we have in parts of Kingwood here, they get better police coverage as well that we pay for. You doubt it? Go to the gated communities in, 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 in right around the block and see if you can get close and stay at the gate. See how quickly a police officer that we all pay for protect the gated community much better than it protect the rest of their area. So no, they move here because yes, it's more dangerous, but they know as wealthy people in the areas that they will be in, they will be safer than everyone else. It's that simple, Daniel Ledo. And guess what, my dear brother, it doesn't require rocket science to figure it out. You live in it. Do you disciples of the dark, bald, the dark, bald Marxists? I like, you know, I kind of like that name, the dark, bald Marxists. Um, hey, guys, my call letters now are DBM. So from now on, it's Egberto DBM Willies. Wow, I love that man, the dark, bald Marxist. Even listens to the diarrhea he spews from his mouth. Or does all this make sense to you? It should also make sense to you, Brother Lado. But I like that. Hey, guys, who think I should, I, I should call myself the dark, bald Marxist? Even though it doesn't describe me. But, I mean, it doesn't, the, the, the M part doesn't describe me. But I, I kind of like the feeling of it. I am the dark, bald Marxist. Oh, wow. Anyhow. <laughs> I love it. Love you, Lado. You know, you... You continue to keep me amused and you continue to allow me to, to fix the questions that you put out there or the statements that you put out there. I thank you so kindly for that because you don't know how many people, Mr. Ledo, you have just educated. You have just allowed me for the thousands that are going to view this broadcast. You have allowed me to expand the horizons. Thank you so kindly, Daniel Ledo. Bridge says, can't afford to move. Think outside of the box. Paul Fleming says, if every American that could work has a job, we still would have a shortage of about 4 million people. And you know what? There are people clamoring to work because of the displacement that our policies have caused in Central and South America, that we have the, we have the workforce if we wanted to do it. But of course, we have the evil folks who are going to use all kinds of ways to get around it. Okay. What else we got here? Carl Cox says, Daniel Adol's trying to make this personal. Let me see if I can get something onto the... Oh, I love that, Mr... Uh, who is this? That is, who put this on the screen? Let me go put this on the screen. Because anytime, uh, you, you know, my peeps always have some... It's not even bait at this point. You got that right. All right. Conservatives, no matter the party, politicians are the reason for income inequality. Another problem is that too many gullible people believe that God loves the wealthy, hates everyone else. But you know what, Carl Cox, 
That's why we have Politics Done Right, and that's why we have a lot of other independent media like this to kind of refresh people's minds, to kind of let folks know it is okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Paul Fleming says the job creators are only as good as the people they employ. Wow. I need, I, I need our brother in Michigan to write a poem about that. I need, I haven't seen him this week. Where is he? Where is he? Well, I guess we'll see him uh, at the 1st of June when we have our Ask Egberto Anything. Don't forget, folks, sign up for Ask Egberto Anything coming up on Saturday. Sign up for Ask Egberto Anything coming up on Saturday. Please, please do. Para ver, para ver, para ver donde estamos. Bri says, that is like saying thoughts and prayers after a mass shooting. Get more financial education, LOL. Let's say small businesses got burned down. Then what? Then what? They got burned down, right? Okay, let's see what else we have here. We have Michael Rodden says, if only conservatives would take a look at how much people are losing just from wage theft, then compare that amounts to all the losses from all the grievances they care about, the wage theft will outpace all their crap combined. Imagínate eso. Imagínate que eso es lo que está pasando. Imagínate eso. All right. All right. From E2247, we says primary Biden for the serious Democratic left. No vanity candidates nor party splitters need apply. Have Democratic Party primary debates. I would love to see those debates, actually. Uh, Bridge MCP says Michael Rodden, if only conservatives would take a look at how much people are losing just from wage theft, then. Oh, I read that already. Read that already. Sorry about that. All right. Uh, Michael Rodney says, Berto missed a couple, copy-pasted. If a corporation gets a lower tax rate, do they invest in things like research and development? So far, they haven't. They depend on us for that, too. That's a joke. Corporations that get lower taxes will do stock buybacks and huge CEO bonuses. The, stop, the top tax should be 90% uh, the top marginal tax rate. I agree with that. Income earned over $10 million per year should be taxed at 90% just like it used to be in the 1940s and 50s when we took off. A lot of people think that they're going to be making that kind of a money. You have been frozen out of that. You have to be invited. We don't live in a meritocracy. Check out the blog I did on meritocracy. We, did, we do not live in a meritocracy. I hope we start to learn that. Eric Brother Hayes says, uh, I won't read that one because it's a com private conversation. Carl Cox says, Larry Summers also Stop the naming of, uh, of a consumer rights czar who would fight the vanishing middle class and poor. Summers, as a government policy advisor, worked at stealing money for himself. Bridge MCP says, thinking it came out of insurance. I hate, hate, no fault insurance. Eric Hayes says, Egberto Harris County patrols everywhere. And if you can live in a safer community, wouldn't you live there? Egberto, why do you live in Kingwood? I live, I moved to Kingwood because at the time, it was getting ready for my daughter to go to school, and it had the best school system. And since I could then, I did. And everybody should have that opportunity, but I understand everybody does not. And I don't do activism for Egberto. I don't do activism for, for wealthy people, for poor. I do activism for everybody. For everybody. Activism. Because all of us have the inalienable right to have free access to success. And what we've done in America is to prevent the access to success of many, okay? Again, we have to forget about being the individualist that we are and start looking out for everybody. I gave up personally, no, this is personal. I gave up the ability to make a ton of money to do this. You know why? Because empathy, empathy. And there are lots of people who do this. Empathy. We understand. You know, when you close your eyes, you want to know that you're doing something to build society. This is worth more, more than, this is worth more than any, uh, this is worth more than anything else. Understanding that you're doing something positive for society. But each doesn't, I think that no is from me using the call letters that, uh, Daniel Lado attempted to use on me. Breach, your wish is my command, girl. If you tell me no, girl, that's what I'm going to be. I'm going to say no to that, that, those letterings. I know where you're coming from, Breach. Lee Grant says there's a gated community nearby here in Southeast Texas. People get in and steal tires 
of park uh, steel tires off parking lots. Yeah, you know, thief. I mean, come on, man. If the corporations can steal as they do, why don't you think others can as well, right? Carl Cox says, Egberto, you can address me as your baldness. Okay, your baldness. I'm addressing you as your baldness. Abri says, Egberto Willis, DBP, dark, bold, progressive. I am a dark, bold, progressive. Okay, I like that. I like that, Bridge. I like that. So from now on, I am DBP. Remember, when you want to be kind to me, call me DBP. Named by who? Bridge MCP. And my brother, hermano mío, está aquí adentro, el señor. Saludos, mi gente. Politics done right. That is from Lou. You guys know Lou is my, my brother from we grew up together and played in the band Los Dinamitas. We played salsa. We played soul. We played rock. We played everything. Those were the days. Lou, Lou still, whenever Lou gets a chance to beat a drum somewhere, a drum set or a tumba or a bongo or whatever, he's out there playing. That's my brother. Eric Hayes says, running lots of people are losing lives and property and money via uninsured people. What do you think that is from? They can't afford the insurance, maybe? Most people? That's it. Okay, what else we got here? Uh, para ver, para ver, para ver. Carl Cox says, Berto, I will be your sidekick. What do you think? All right, you're my sidekick. I'm the dark, bald, the dark, bald progressive, and you are the, your baldness. So the dark, bald progressive says, hi, your baldness. You know, I love you guys, man. You guys make, you guys make doing the right thing worth it. Let me just tell you guys that. You guys make doing the right thing worth it. Okay, so what's the deal about um, the deal about the new law, right? Let's let let's get there. Let's get there, Viken. I forgot to pull it up. I forgot. It's a common dreams. Important, 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 important. And I hope I don't lose it. So let's let's go ahead and find what was it about again? The the debt student. Let's see if I found student debt provision. There we go. This is what I want to talk about now. Student debt provision in Biden GOP deal could be catastrophic, campaigners warn. What if payments begin and millions, literally millions of people default on their debt? The debt collective asks. What if seniors get their Social Security checks garnished en masse? House Republicans weren't on, uh, ultimately able to include a full repeal of President Joe Biden's pending student debt cancellation plan in the new debt ceiling agreement. But they did reach a deal. They did reach a deal with the Biden White House to insert a provision that campaigners say could be devastating for millions of bars across the country. You see, they had to give the guy a sound bite. The problem is a sound bite they gave to Kevin McCarthy could be a problem. And here it goes. Tucked in the 99-page legislation that Congress could vote on this week is the language prohibiting the education secretary from using any authority to implement an extension of the federal student loan repayment pause, which remains in place as the U.S. Court Supreme Court considers a pair of legal challenges to the Biden administration debt relief. If passed, the repayment pause enacted early in the COVID-19 pandemic and extended eight times, saving borrowers hundreds of billions of dollars in payments and interest, would be terminated 60 days after June 20, 30, 2023, unless another extension is expressly authorized by Congress. And that's the problem. Expressly authorized by Congress. So that's the, that's the deal they made if the Supreme Court doesn't come back in 60 days, which it's unlikely to do. So it turns out that some kids are going to default on these loans. And to, what I tell them is, look, Default on the confounded loans, elect progressives, and it will be forgiven when they come into office. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, who attended California State University, Barkersfield, when tuition and fees or inflation was adjusted for nine, from uh, adjusted 1982, 1982, wasted little time in touting the provision as he made the media rounds over the weekend, declaring to Fox News appearance that pause is gone if the debt ceiling bill passes. In other words, I am going to cause those people who went to college pain. I will cause them pain. Guess what? 
the deal that we did with Biden, we caused those college students pain. This has huge and catastrophic financial implications for 50 million people. The Debt Collective, the nation's first debtor union, wrote on Twitter. The Biden administration already pledged to end the student loan repayment pause 60 days after the Supreme Court decides the fate of student debt cancellation or 60 days after June 30, whichever comes first. The debt ceiling agreement codifies that pledge into law, potentially complicating the White House abilities to authorize another pause if the Supreme Court agrees with the right-wing challenger's deeply flawed legal case and strikes down the administration debt cancellation plan. The debt collective point pointed to that possibility last Monday, noting that Biden administration was gearing up to resume payments because they were going to simultaneously cancel lots of debt, 20 million accounts zeroed out. 20 million accounts zeroed out. Because, yeah, uh, because of COVID impact, the Biden administration said returning to repayment needed to be coupled with relief. If Scottus rules debt relief, relief is legal, Biden can say he took action on student debt, the second largest household debt in the country. The problem is we don't know what Scottus will rule, the Supreme Court of the United States. The problem is we don't know. Education Secretary Miguel Cordona, Cardona insisted that under the new agreement, the Biden administration would still retain the ability to pause student loan payments should that be necessary in future emergencies. Again, we, we, we may have to create an emergency for that. But debt collective warned that it would take the Biden administration weeks or months to implement another pause. If it decided one was needed, the administration could also choose not to try to implement another freeze if millions struggle to make payments. What if payments begin and millions, literally millions of people default on their debt? The debt collective asks, what if seniors get their Social Security checks garnished and moss? Due to funding shortfalls, the Education Department doesn't expect to have the capacity to begin collecting student debt payments again until October. So there you go. Different ways to skin a cat. So what do you do, folks? Start electing progressives so that we can get rid of the cancer that is what has occurred. I'm not going to read the rest. You guys can take your read in that. All right, let's continue. Let's see what we got here from you guys coming in. I read that one already. Uh, PDR Posse with DBP, Egberto. I love that. British MCP. Carl Cox says, go to college in Canada. No, go to college in Germany. Germany believes in education. Even foreigners, if I recall correctly, can go to Germany, learn some German, and go to college in Germany for free. Remember, when we say you go to college for free, it's not a giveaway. It's enhancing education. And knowing that an educated person who has affinity for Germany is good in the long run for Germany. Same thing for the United States if we would start thinking outside of the box. But we don't. You are buying votes. Everybody buys votes, Mr. Uh, Hayes. We're not buying votes. We're saying if you vote for me, these are the good things that will happen to you. The, the corporation says if you vote for me, I mean, they tell the corporation if you vote for me, we'll give you tax breaks. That is buying the votes, not for a few pennies, but that is buying the votes on the order of billions. So let's get honest. If we really want to be, that's all we got to do. Michael Rodden says Congress with the Republicans holding the House will block any new social safety net programs. This is a Republican's pattern when they're in power. They spend like there's no tomorrow, mostly on the benefit of the rich. When Republicans are out of power, they push for austerity via balanced budgets. They are not good faith actors in this regard. And that's why it's good that Biden conned them. And I repeat, Biden conned them with this. Well, he didn't con them. McCarthy knew he didn't stand a chance. And McCarthy couldn't allow a default. So McCarthy said, please, Biden, please give me a way out. Biden said, okay, we'll put these little things in here and give you a chance to go out there and brag about it. I'll tell Democrats not to say, hey, this is a lot better than we thought. I'll tell them to go on the down low. And after we pass the bill, We'll go on national TV and we're going to say, look, we protected Americans. Remember, the Freedom Caucus ain't all that smart. All right, let's continue. Uh, Paul Fleming says, going to college for free is where most of the job creators come from. That's true. 
Michael Rudnan said there are numerous nations which offer free colleges for everyone, including American foreigners. I mean, Brazil as well, if I recall correctly. I don't know about for foreigners, though. Pretty sure you still have to pay for housing, food, etc. But it's it's less than most colleges. You know, I mean, and if you go to a place and live like a place in Brazil or, or one of those places, you can actually get pretty cheap. You know, you can get it pretty cheap. So that is where we're at. Anyway, folks, we're coming close to the end of the show. And I want to ask all of my peeps for several things here. I'd like for you to look. Um, I, I want to start reinvig- if it, uh, reinvigorating two of our platforms. Okay. And these two platforms are, I get some pains in my eyes sometimes. I don't know if it's the, it's the, the new lens that I have in your shifting or not. But I'd like for you to support, if at all possible, to join our Patreon. Become a patron. I am very, very behind on, with, on all our support. You know, we've spent a lot of time building support for KPFT a few weeks ago. I need support on uh, the, the patrons. So I ask you so kindly, if you have the wherewithal, please become a patron. That is uh, politicsdoneright.com slash patron. Patron is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Alternative, if you want to give like a one-time uh, contribution to the show, or even maybe do so on a regular basis, consider giving at politicsunright.com slash PayPal, politicsunright.com slash PayPal. If you are on YouTube, just click that join button, become a, a supporter over YouTube, become a part of the Politics Unright PDR posse there. Alternatively, folks, I have all the different ways in which you can support the program located at uh, politicsunright.com slash support as soon as I can find it. Donde esta politicsunright.support? I'm getting drunk. No, here it is. Go to politicsdonright.com slash support, and it has all the different ways in which you can support our program. We do need your support. We do need the consistency. And by the way, thank you, uh, Senor Rudnan, for reminding everybody. We haven't been, I have to promote this some more. Please support our trip to Chicago, Netroots Nation. You, anybody who supports uh, our project, Netroots Nation in Chicago, anybody who supports us, you will automatically be a producer and supporter on every video. Every video will show your name as a supporter slash producer of the program. Additionally, the first 35 supporters of the project of 30, uh, the first 20 supporters at $35 or more will also get my book. It's worth it. How to talk to your right wing relative friends and neighbors signed along with a bumper sticker, politics and right bumper sticker, as well as the book. I will mail that to you, signed, sealed and delivered. So, uh, hey, Lee Grant, you should be getting one of my books, Lee Grant, because you're a good conservative dude. Uh, Likewise, uh, if those who give $100 or more, they also get uh, a page on the website. Those who give $200 or more also get a T-shirt, a embroidered T-shirt. And, of course, you get the book as well. Anybody, you know, it's all, you get the book as well, all that good stuff. So. I ask you so kindly to support us however you can. Thank you, Paul Fleming, for being here. You say you'll catch me tomorrow. Thank you, Michael Rudden, for being here. You'll catch me tomorrow. Thank you all for being here. Roberto said something. I just saw a message from Roberto. What did he say? Para ver, para ver, para ver. He said, Egberto, that, that will not happen here in America of education being free. Ain't nothing free in the USA. It always tie, tie to something else of a B, I hear you, brother. I hear you. I hear you. But, you know, we can change it if we elect progressives. And it's not free. It is an investment. It is not free. It's an investment. So, folks, again, I'm going to put two more uh, links up there. One more time, I'm going to ask you, please support us however you can. Go to our support link, politicsonright.com slash support. Or support our, or and support our trip to Chicago. Uh, Politics on right, or rather, that is a... I, I can't say that link. That link is right there. I probably should create a, a a link for that. I'll probably create one for that later on so that I can just put it in something that everybody can, can see. Anyway, I got to get out of here. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Unright. And you guys know how I end this, baby. I am what?
Adiós. Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.